Break podcast. I'm Catherine Shepherd, and I'm joined today by Julian Hemming, co-chair of Osborne Clark's International Employment Practice, and who has just chaired our annual International Employment Conference, this time virtually. Julian, we know that businesses across different jurisdictions are facing similar issues and challenges, and I just wanted to pick up with you the key messages coming out of the conference as employers look forward to 2021. Yes, thanks, Catherine. It was a great conference yesterday and we shared a lot of issues. One of the key ones was dealing with the impact of COVID-19 and employers now recognise they have to be crisis ready to think about future crises that may come their way. But there were other clear themes that we can pick out. For example, the impact of digitalisation, the desire for employees to work from their preferred location and the need for employers to have a mechanism to really hear what it is that their employees want. At the same time, employers need their employees to follow reasonable instructions so that employers can maintain their business, including in the workplace if they want to, and also, of course, their business culture. Yeah, I mean, if we look back 12 months, whilst fostering a good um, working culture has always been sort of pivotal, there were very different issues on the employment agenda. So risk planning is now a high priority, isn't it? Yes, uh, sadly, another pandemic is perfectly possible. And so employers need to think ahead for what those risks might be, how they're going to manage them. But we might also see other crises around climate change, geopolitical risks and higher expectations from employees and supply chains around social mobility in the light of the Me Too and the Black Lives Matter movements. Increasing digitalisation is also increasing the risk of large scale security breaches. Now is the time for businesses to prioritise risk awareness assess their risk appetite and determine their management approach to it. Many thanks. And just turning, if I can, to a specific issue which UK employers have been grappling with. Did the issue of remote homeworking come up in your discussions? Well, yes, it did. This was an issue right across our international group. And it's an area where we're seeing real and rapid change arising from the COVID-19 restrictions that many countries have put in place. Businesses are having to give real thought to how they retain their workplace culture, yet how they manage the needs and wishes of a range of workers. And also, who pays for all of the home working that's going on, the heating bills, the IT connections and so on? COVID-19 has opened up a world of flexible working, which many had considered inaccessible before. But we must also remember there are those to whom the workplace is, is integral to the way that they work. And also, of course, the home is not necessarily a safe place for everyone. So working out flexibility to that is going to be key. Home working also raises a host of other issues, equipment, expenses, protection of confidential information, of course, IT security and the risk of fraud, mental health issues and the right to to disconnect, which we heard a lot about from France and Belgium. Businesses are also now best prepared for employees who request to work overseas and which bring additional concerns over tax, local employment rights and so on. Employers must look carefully at their employment contracts and policies to ensure that they are adequately protected and future-proofed for 2021 and beyond. Yeah, so making sure contracts and policies are fit for purpose is going to be really important. Um, And just finally, if I can, did you reach any conclusions on what the future of work might look like? Well, it's clear, Catherine, that a number of different themes are converging to shape the workplace of the future. Health and well-being is now a priority for employees and employers alike, as is protecting the environment we we live in through green initiatives and a push to become carbon neutral. I think one of the other really interesting areas was that with 
with it being much harder to monitor employees, a focus on what the employees actually do and their output rather than time spent on work was another key focus. In addition, getting your diversity and inclusion strategy right will be key to attracting and retaining talent, as will taking care of existing employees through reskilling and learning and development to meet the challenge of digitalization and its impact on your existing workforce. We're working with clients to advise on meeting all of these challenges through management sponsorship, analysis of diversity data, and the introduction of new policies and initiatives. And we're running a regular series of webinars on the changing workplace, so that you are very welcome to join us if you listen to this podcast. Fostering a positive workplace culture provides the foundation for anything that the employer needs to do in future. So that's a really key issue, Catherine. That's great. Many thanks, Julian, for drawing those points out for us today. And many thanks to everyone for joining us. And as always, please do contact Julian or your usual Osborne Clark contact to explore these issues further.